percent. From what they you were, can't because your two most talented rejected. teams. You didn't. can't give them to them because they didn't. No, and they're they, leaving the conference, right? And they're leaving a the conference. And then Oklahoma State. Nah, they had look ahead spots, so I can't give it to Gundy. I like Gundy, but he. So uh, what? You, Kansas State. I mean, no. He's they, the only other guy. He's yeah. the only other guy because obviously those bottom feeders. Dana's gone already. Baylor's got. I, I think Neil year. Brown. If they, no, I, I think. I, I think. I think he's, he's almost be, a slam dunk coach of the but year. Big Twelve coach of the year. Unbelievable. Who wins? Price? Could you got that for? At the beginning of the year. Oh, Lord. What well, price pretty, could he pretty good because they're, they're their last place. Who's Big Ten coach of the year? The guy from Northwestern? Who else could it be? Probably you Iowa. You can't give it to Harbaugh. You haven't coached that. What about Iowa? Yeah, probably Iowa. Probably oh, Kirk, can't give Kirk it Ferentz. I mean, probably would be, though. And then yeah. you could probably watch. They'll probably give it to the, the guy from Michigan. The I think the guy, guy from Northwestern should get it. Is, I mean, they were they were so bad. Remember, Fitzgerald got fired like a day before the season yeah. started. But no, you're probably right. I, I think it'd be Kirk Ferentz. I, I think definitely Kirk Ferentz. Kirk, so. get a, get an offensive coordinator. Call, oh, co- call Coach Wiley up West Slip. Get your <laughs> That's offense. That's what cranking. I'm talking about. Get Raj on there. All right, Jub. I know you're sick of this talk. Let's get into. No, you no, got your keys ready? I do. All yeah, right, I let's do. go to another dimension. Let's go <laughs> back in time when Miami her Miami Hurricanes and the USC Trojans actually got talked about in the college football uh, landscape of championship games <laughs> yeah and the pirates and the pirates were good. well we got to go way back in time yeah. 79 bc <laughs> all right ready when you are job two one read my list you're gonna need a bigger boat we shall fight on the beaches <laughs> Oh, ow. Darn it. <laughs> Ouch, I just hit my knee. Ooh. Who hey. was that? Wait, that was the guy was from, back uh, from Halloween. I think we went, yeah, we picked her up. <laughs> I thought it was that, that guy in, in uh, Jabba's, uh, the little guy. <laughs> that's, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was him. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Uh, the year I left off, but I think it's like 1250. This is the, November the 28th of 1250. Batu Khan's Mongol army lays siege to Kiev and begin assaulting the city wall with catapults. Kiev falls eight days later. Well, Kiev's not in a very good state right now either. Yeah, geez. But, uh, yeah, the Mongol invaders, they were not to be trifled with back then. I didn't in know days. they went that far uh, west. Oh, yeah. They're, they they're, I mean, they're, they're, that they're, that's the thing, Jared. These guys back in, in those days, they were trying to conquer the whole world. Yeah. Like, they weren't going to just take a little piece of property <laughs> and uh, be happy with that. They're is taking Mongolia, everything. Is Mongolia that close to Ukraine? No. It's a it's a long I mean, long trek to the, it's a long trek to the west. But, but the I, Mongols were in different areas of the world back in those yeah, days. Yeah, I'm assuming they took. Yeah, a, I'm sure a they had a little bit. They probably had. I got to look at this now because I'm really curious. Sorry, I, I was down in Man, West Virginia, on my maps. Uh, all right, well, Man and Mongolia are very about close. The Mongols. Oh wow, it's really far. It's a, I mean, it's quite a hike. It's You're right going over a, mountains. You have to and sail that. Yeah, cat. I mean, it's it's. It's close. To, so there's two countries over, but the two countries are, are Russia and Kazakhstan. <laughs> Kazakhstan oh is absolutely. It's a lot, a lot Kazakhstan of is massive. I didn't realize how big Kazakhstan is. How long is. would I take them to get there? That would take like a, a year. And a I'm long sure they, time. I'm sure they probably occupied a lot of Kazakhstan and, and Russia. But Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. 
I try to uh, reiterate this on this multiple times during the show because it's it's incredible to think that all this stuff happened today in history. Like today, if you were back in 1520, Portuguese navigator Ferdinand Magellan begins crossing the Pacific Ocean with three ships and is the first European uh, to reach the Pacific while traveling from the Atlantic. Uh, and then the next one, Matt, you're, you're and I, our boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cools, take this next one. We have a lot of fascinating sailing. things on they're, the water today. The next sailing. three, actually, that were the one you just did and two more. Yeah. Cools, go ahead. Uh, uh, November 28th, 1520, Portuguese navigator. But no, next, no, no, next, no, next one. one. Oh, next sorry, one. sorry. Uh, November 28th, 1717, Blackbeard, a.k.a. Edward Teach or Edward Thatch, attacks and captures a French merchant slave ship, which he renamed as his flagship, the Queen Anne's Revenge. Oh. You like Blackbeard, don't you, Job? Yeah, I think just his yes. his character as a as just a uh, he was a f- like the most feared guy on the on the seven seas. He was just I mean, he used to light his beard on fire so that people would think that he was some kind of devil coming at you from <laughs> from over the the ship. I think that just the history behind him and all those privateers and pirates back in the day yeah he, he sounds like he might be a philadelphia Eagles that's fan. exactly what i was <laughs> going to say coach who, who would you rather encounter in the, on the high seas an eagles fan or the Ed uh, teach how did he bone his face off so he would he would wrap his beard and he would like put out you know how people like curl their mustache out like real wide mm-hmm. he would curl his beard out real wide and real thin strands and i think he would put little little pieces of something in his beard and tie it off, and then he would light it on fire so it wouldn't catch on fire. It would <laughs> smolder, and yeah. his smoke would be around his face. How do you fight with that? I don't know. I don't. He think looked any- like he was not of this earth when he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Scary intimidation tactics. Yeah, that's he, so cool. He, he uh, black uh, Blackbeard's uh, a couple facts here. His father was Edward Thatch Senior. Um, he uh, he his uh, let me see. Edward Thatch Senior was a mariner. And moved to Bristol after his marriage uh, and his first two children, Edward Blackbeard and Elizabeth. He later remarried after the death of his wife and had three children after Blackbeard. Um, And then this one here. Blackbeard married a local girl when he settled for a time before his death in North Carolina. It's funny to think he died in North Carolina. Yeah. Married on the Outer Banks. They had a daughter called Elizabeth who later died young with Blackbeard's treasure still hasn't been found if you guys want to go hunt. Really? Maybe that's the next yeah. that would be that's our next vlog. I think that's isn't People that People have been looking be, for uh, it all over. That's supposed to be Outer Banks season uh, four, I think. Oh, that's who's treasure they're looking I, be- for? I think so, I yeah. That. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, oh, that if you, Outer if you Banks show's got yeah. Ed Teach. Yeah. Yeah. Ed yeah. Or whatever you yeah. They're work. looking for Blackbeard's treasure. Those yeah. kids won't it, last a day. No. no. Rich yuppies. What's the chance it's yeah. all washed away? Season three was very lackluster. But I've i said this before on here, and it's probably such a, like a, me saying this is such a dumb thing, but I think being a pirate back then would be so cool like i think that going around the caribbean islands mm-hmm. i think is just yep. like so neat to me i mean aside from being horrifically dirty well and that's yeah, what I I, that. that's you guys ever watched the show black sails before uh-uh. well, i recommend it if you like pirates really really, really good it's on stars yeah Ooh, okay go. it's a good watch i'm telling you they got all these guys in there you'll hear about benjamin hornigal and blackbeard and all the all the guys so uh charles uh vane i mean they got them all all right next one jared you want to keep up with the pirates? Yes, let's, okay, go, go. let's go, Bucks here. 1720, Anne, Bonnie, and Mary Reed are tried, found guilty of pirating, and sentenced to death in Jamaica. However, their discovered pregnancies win them a stay of execution. 
How about that? I gotta get. Pretty, I gotta tip my cap yeah, to the pirates say, right that's, there. That's, okay. Actually, in this case, they were they were actually civilized people that captured them, so they weren't really other pirates. They would have been people from uh, most likely Britain or somewhere in Europe that would try them, and then they would execute them. But no, they didn't do it. They did the right thing. Let them live. Yeah, good, good for them. For them. Good All right, for the we moved to eighteen ninety five. Speaking of fans. America's first auto race is organized by the Chicago Times Herald, which is the, I believe, I don't know if that's still the paper in Chicago or not. I think maybe they have the, the Sun and the Times Herald. Yeah, I think maybe they do. Six cars. Boy, it must have been a thriller. <laughs> and, and yeah. Listen to these facts. 55-mile race from Chicago to Evanston. So it must have been a straight shot. Chicago and it was won by Frank Daria, who tra- traveled at an average speed of, this is incredible, seven miles an hour. <laughs> Total race time, seven hours and 53 oh minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Boy, that must have Why were they so slow? That would have been fun for the spectators. People think NASCAR races are long now. I mean, can you <laughs> right. imagine it? Well, the thing about it is they only went 55 miles, and NASCAR would take, like, Coach, we go to Bristol, Jeez, it's, a, it's a 15-second half mile. So yeah. You're getting that, that done in a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, I looked this up. The Chicago Times-Herald is no longer a thing. Okay. Uh, it was a newspaper in Chicago from 1854 to 95. Five, and then it merged with the Chicago Herald to become the Chicago Times Herald, and then this disappeared in 1901 when it merged with the Chicago Record to become the Chicago Record Herald. So, there are, so I guess it's a Record Herald now. Technically, it I guess because I know it they is, got the yeah. Sun too. Yeah, the Record Herald. Wonder who Herald. that. Oh, I know. And then William Randolph Hearst. The Record Herald was from 1901 to 1914, and then uh, I don't know what it went from there. The Morning Herald. Mm. Yeah. What is Harold? What is Harold? Is, is that newspaper or yeah. name? H E R. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of papers called Harold. Hark the Herald Angels yeah. Sing. Divine Intervention. What? I don't know. Well, I, was that Hark like. the Herald Angels Sing. Mean, hey, speaking of that, we'll that be mean, doing that on the Christmas party yes. day. You, That's right. Does that mean all the angels are named Harold? No. <laughs> that sounds like something Henry. out of the Three Stooges would say. Harold, fire at will, and, and then yeah. fired Harold. All right, keeping it going with another Bonnie here. Skip one. Uh, November 28, 1933, a Dallas grand jury delivers a murder indictment against Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow for the January killing of Tarrant County Deputy Malcolm Davis. Bonnie and Parker going through towns, killing people, bank heists. That had to be fun while it lasted. But. Oh, man. I think there was a movie about those two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Mm. They were they were pretty crazy. All right. Who's got the next job? Nineteen forty three, Franklin Roosevelt, uh, Winston Churchill, and Joseph Stalin meet at the Tehran Conference uh, to map out strategies for the defeating of the Axis powers. That's so cool. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. Now you're you're meeting in in Iran, which you know that's not a country that we have good relations with right now, and we shouldn't because they're barbarians. But you got FDR and Churchill meeting with. One of the guys who was just about as brutal as Hitler, Stalin. He killed more of his own people than than actually Hitler did. But I mean, you just don't. He doesn't get the notoriety because it was all pretty much kept. You know, the Russians hide secrets pretty well. But uh, but Stalin came to the plate here in uh, you know his couple of the key battles that were fought along the Russian lines were the key. You know, changed the whole momentum of the war. They're like the Avengers. They're like like a superhero <laughs> movie. Yeah. All right. So I don't know what Stalin's powers were. So yeah. yeah sending his own people to the gulag. <laughs> All right. Cool. Got a couple more before we go to break. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll hit this one. Uh, 1974, 
Baseball Commissioner Bowie. Is it, this is Bowie. Bowie, Bowie Coon. Bowie Coon. Okay. Uh, suspends Yankees owner George Steinbrenner for two years following his federal conviction for illegal political campaign contributions. <laughs> Steinbrenner was a big Republican. I know he's the, donated a lot. What I, a guy. I didn't realize was. that happened, though. Hmm. Georgie. All right, cool. Let's finish this up. All right, November 28, 1994. Convicted killer Jeffrey Dahmer is clubbed to death by a fellow inmate in the gym at the Columbia Institution in Portage, Wisconsin. How about that? I'm sure nobody shed a tear over that no. death. No. No. I think they might have let that guy out after that. <laughs> I'm sure that he was in there for something really, <laughs> yeah, really good. Yeah, if he too. was with Dahmer, yeah, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't in there for petty nice larceny. <laughs> right. He didn't steal a pack of gum. Right. He didn't steal a car like. Charlie Butts. But. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Pine Room on the watch. We're going to come back, and I think it's time for some games, something we haven't done in a while. It's game time with Jub. Pine Room on the watch, dog, on a Tuesday. We'll be right back. Welcome back in. Pine Room on the Watchdog, 2 o'clock hour, sponsored exclusively by our friends at IC Cab, serving, serving the Ohio Valley for all your transportation needs. And not just the Ohio Valley, actually, they go all over the region. So be sure and get in touch with IC Cab today. Corporate transportation and courier services also available. Arrange your ride today, 304-232-1313, or download that trusty IC Cab app. IC Cab, always working. Thanks to Phil and everybody over there at IC Cab for uh, doing what they do. Coach, you had a first-hand yeah. experience last yeah, Wednesday we, uh, with them. My wife and I uh, called him up early on and uh, arranged for him to be there at a certain time, and Michael showed up right on time. Uh, nice, clean car, lots of room, great ride down, very, very reasonable price. Michael was a great guy. I can't say enough about it. They dropped us off right in front of River City. And you had no worries the rest no of the night. No worry about parking, no worry about uh, – traffic just sat back relaxed had a nice chat with him and dropped us off right in front highly recommend ic cab man that's the way to go i'm gonna be using a lot more for the price you can't go wrong especially if you're out having a few beverages don't take the chance no call ic cab and do the right thing and save yourself a lot a lot of money the holidays are coming you don't want to have to spend money on that but i will say you better call them earlier or get on the app because they're going to be really really busy when the holidays hit they're in demand yep they They are are great great people so great job to phil and uh thank you to ic cab for being a partner of the pine room and the watchdog you guys are great tate blanchard and phil savaggio and all the drivers so thanks to them and we truly appreciate it and continue to support them Yes, they do a wonderful job, and they will continue. So get on that IC Cab app today or give them a call, 304-232-1313. A couple other reminders. we got Mountain East basketball tomorrow. West Liberty takes on West Virginia Wesleyan. D&E will be at Wheeling. Coach will be in attendance there. And then our Nailers are in action tomorrow against the Indy Fuel on the road. And then back home for Friday, Frosty Friday. Jarrett's ready already against the Toledo Walleye. So we'll talk plenty of Nailers on Friday's show uh, recap the game on Wednesday and get ready with uh, Isaac Basinger on nailing it down. And then don't forget Mike Florio in the one thirty-five hour on Friday. Job, you want to do birthdays before we uh, go into the game time? Or sure, absolutely. Since we neglected our poor birthday, folks. yeah, we shouldn't. We should not miss. Coach, uh, consult the tone before we get into the birthdays. 
Yes. I don't, I don't think he's listening. Consult the tone. Do we have any? We have any family or friends? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, yes, uh, we have a family birthday coming up. Uh, wait, wait. I was just looking at this today. Uh, no, I, 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 um, I beg forgiveness. We do not have anything. <laughs> okay. in, we had Dana in, last week. In right? the birthday group coming up. No, next week. Next week's a big week. Next week's a big week for All right. Well, then we'll oh. save it for then. Oh, yeah. Who okay. do we have on the birthday list this week? All right. We got Barry Gordy. He turns 94. Ed Harris, good actor. 73. Dave Rigetti, former pitcher Rags. for the Giants. Yep. 65. John Stewart. Uh, what's his show called? The Comedy Central show. Oh, what's that called? Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> Mark andre Fleury, former Penguin, former uh, Vegas Golden Knight, uh, current Wild, turns... 39, and then Mary Elizabeth Winstead married to um, Ewan McGregor, and she was in oh. uh, she was in the uh, ah- Ahsoka show. Yeah, yeah, Played she the was. General, uh, what was her name? Can't remember. It. Oh, anyway, I can't remember her name. good job. Yeah, talented actress. So All those right. are our birthdays among the living today. Uh, Cooley, who are our deceased birthdays today? We got William Blake, 1827. Do you know what he was? I have no idea. He was a poet and artist. Oh, awesome. See if Coles knows any of these. Was he a poet and didn't know it? (laughs) You know the next one, right? Uh, You got to know this Anna Nicole Smith, 2007. No idea. Supermodel. She she ended up being a mess. Yeah. Uh, Anton Rubinstein. Yeah. Uh, uh, 1894. And then my favorite one, Henry Bacon. Do you know what Henry Bacon did? He invented bacon. Yeah, he's a big bacon guy. (laughs) He was an architect. (laughs) He was born in uh, Watsaka, Illinois. Oh, Uh, sweet. There you go. Yeah. So those are your birthdays today. Uh, Cooley, if you're planning on getting married today in history, here's who you're going to be sharing it with, just in case you want to know. It's really important. Today would be the day you would pick. Mm -hmm. Just in case you want to get married today, Cools, you never know. Uh, but, you know, I think you should know this. So you would be sharing a wedding today with William Shakespeare. Uh, he was 18 when he married Anne Hathaway, not the actress. Of course, she would be very old if that was the case. Yes. Uh, they married in 1582. Uh, Raymond Dart, he was an Australian paleoanthropologist. He married... A South African librarian, Marjorie Gordon Frew, in 1936. Here we go. This is a huge one for you, Cools. Uh, Zhang King and Mao Zedong, uh, the 1938 uh, Chinese politician Zedong, or Mao Zedong, weds Jing King in a small private ceremony. And then uh, one lady I do not like at all, and I think she broke the most famous band of all time up, Yoko Ono, yeah. marries in 1962 to American musician and film producer. I think Kessel sings better than Yoko Ono. Definitely. You ever hear her sing? Yeah, she goes, ah! <laughs> uh, Chuck Norris, good. he got married today. Uh, he w- married Gina O'Kelly. And, of course... Chucky, he stays married. He's still with her. Married in 1998. Chuck's the man. Quentin Tarantino got married today in 2018. Married singer singer and model Danielle Pick in Los Angeles, California. And we have no divorces today. Jeez. So there you go. That's, that's well, I'm, I'm assuming there are divorces today. Just, just nobody not notable too here on here. Uh, if today was your anniversary of your divorce, <laughs> we wish you a happy one. Yes, hopefully you're doing <laughs> Hopefully well. life is better. Hopefully it was for the best. Yes. Lola would say, 
That's time for celebration. Yeah. All right. Well, and then we can't continue to uh, some games without first bringing down the mood a little bit. Uh, so we got a couple on the list here, those we're going to uh, bid farewell to. Jean Lorenzo Bernini, he was an Italian Baroque sculptor, painter, and architect. I actually learned about a, a bit of him in art history in college. Uh, Louis de Bois de, de Frontenac, he was a French soldier and governor, general of the New France. Uh, Frederick Wilhelm von Steuben, mm. he was a Prussian-American military officer and major general of the Continental Army. He died at 64. Washington Irving, an American author of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I know a lot of a lot of people love Sleepy it's a Hollow. Good one. Uh, dies of a heart attack in nineteen or not nineteen in seventy eight at seventy six. He died in eighteen fifty nine. James Naismith. He was an American or a Canadian American uh, physical educator and inventor of basketball and the football helmet. He dies at seventy eight. Uh, Enrico Fermi. He was Italian American nuclear physicist. Uh, gone fission Fermi, fermium. And uh, he died at 53. And Wilhelmina of the Netherlands, she was the queen of the Netherlands. She dies at 82. Uh, Enid Blyton, American children's writer, the first most po- fifth most popular author in the world. What was her big children's book? I remember her name. So but there I- was uh, Famous Five, okay. Secret Seven, and The Adventure. Hmm. And she dies what at her 71. Name? Her name is Enid Blyton. Yeah, she uh, she did a lot of good stuff with children's books. Over fifty books in 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 a year. I Jeez. guess she was a pretty good writer. I'd say. And uh, we say <laughs> good riddance to Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, as we he gets mentioned twice on the show. Yeah, today. Right. Uh, he's not worth either he one was of those. Beaten to death by a barbell. Or I something. should play a cheering soundtrack <laughs> on there. But there you go. There's our deaths this today in history, which is uh, pretty significant. But Job, what's your favorite children's book? Uh, of all time, Good Night Moon. That's yeah. That's that's on my list. Or I, or the where giving, the wild things. Or are. the Giving Tree. The Giving Tree very is also. I looked up this list. Uh, another one I like that the Caterpillar. Big one. Hungry Caterpillar. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. I know my kids' books. Uh, all right, let's what play about a little green bit of eggs games. and ham. I don't like Sam. I am. What? He was a bit of a snob. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. I, nobody has ever he said, said that. He what did about not the, want green eggs and ham. I do not want them, Sam. I am. What about don't let the pigeon drive the bus? Nah. He was a cocky pigeon. Here we go. <laughs> We're playing games. It's time. We're going to play the initial game again because it was the easiest to put together. And I had one from a couple weeks ago that we didn't use. I think we had a couple guests that, that we didn't get to this game yet. But here we go. Uh, cool is this you'll, you you should be able to get at least one of these um, and this sp- this spans Thanks. several genres over s- just over. him or any of us uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah he pretty much just saying cool you're the dumbest <laughs> one yeah. oh jeez alright here we go if seasons were suit jackets snowbirds would do this before a wedding or a funeral the initial DS if seasons were suit jackets snowbirds would do this before a wedding or a funeral Next. Well, the initial was DS. Next. All right. (laughs) Every May, these pack the streets in Cincinnati to salute their fallen comrade from Brownsville, Texas. The initial G. Every May, these... Every May, these pack the streets in Cincinnati 
to commemorate their fallen comrade from Brownsville, Texas, the initial G. And then we go to the next clue. Trains, early 1900s homes, and river barges are prone to this act of crime around the clock. The initial CS. Trains, early 1900s homes, and river barges were and are prone to the this act of crime around the clock. The initial CS. And I'll give you just... I'll give you a hint. Two of these are a solo artist. One of them is a band. Oh, boy. Man. I don't even know what's and going I'll, on. All right, so cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, all right go through all right, the let, game let, again, let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me, I guess, yeah, you haven't been here for this. So, I guess I didn't, I usually I explained at the beginning of this. So, I'm going to, I read those clues. The initials are either a band or a an artist, like a, a, a musician. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for instance, one of them was uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, there was metal floating in the ocean, and uh, on high tide, these come crashing to the shore. And the, the, it is Rod Wave. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay, so uh, this one is... If seasons were suit jackets, snowbirds would do this before wedding or a funeral. The initial DS. The second one. Every May, these pack the streets in Cincinnati to salute their fallen comrade from Brownsville, Texas. The initial G. And then finally, trains, early 1900s homes, and river barges are prone to this act of crime around the clock. The initial CS. So I'm going to let you stew on that. Let me let, let, let you stew on that for now. And since we got a couple minutes left, we'll let your brain kind of relax, and then during the break we'll let you think about it. If you think you know some of the answers to those, we need help. please text in 304-717-7927. And if you are right in at least two of these, we will – uh, get your info. Give you a sports we'll, car. Yeah, we'll. Well, I wish we had one of those. We'll give you like. We'll give you a. I didn't say opener. what size it would be. <laughs> It'd be a little oh, micro yeah. machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, while we're while those are stewing in your brains, let's do a little quiz for this week in history because we're on the history train. Let's do a little quiz. Jared, you got any of these? No. Do you? Uh, no. I'm not even close. On no. I, I'm, no. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm bothering the second one. I should be able to get, and I don't. Yeah. They packed the streets in Cincinnati to salute, salute their, their fallen, fallen comrade from Brownsville, from Brownsville, Texas. Texas. I was trying to think of people from right, Brownsville. Just think, Texas. About, ah, think about what significant events have. Oh boy, I missed sneeze. Gazoo I'm good. I'm good. Um, think about what si- significant events happened in Cincinnati in the past. <laughs> oh no! In the past Bless decade. You. <laughs> in the Has past anything decade. happened in Cincinnati in the yes, past Yes, a decade? very big a very big event. Probably one of the biggest events to come out of Cincinnati. Johnny Cueto. And people still talk <laughs> about it today. Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to really stew on this one. All right. Um, let's do a little quiz. Who is the archaeologist who discovered the opened tomb of Tutankhamun, a.k.a. King Tut? Do I have a... Do you I'll have get, a... Yeah, I'll give you the answer. Tr- hang yeah. on. Is it Lord Carnarvon? It is not. Okay. Well, I thought it was him. <laughs> Good. It's incredible you even had a guess. I, 
right, let me uh, let me. If cue. they have multiple trees, if not, let I, me, I might me, be able to let get. Let me it. cue this up so we get a little bit of track. Here we go. So it's either Heinrich Schleeman, Flinders Petrie, Howard Carter, or Hiram Bingham. Oh boy, either man. Give me fling. It either be first or the last. I'm going to say Flanders Petrie because yeah, he's right. related to Jeff. Wait, what? What was the second guy's name? Flanders Fielders Petrie. Fielders Prince Fielder. Yeah, give me Fielders. It is Howard no Carter. Okay. What film starring Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Ingrid Bergman was released in 1942? Was it The Maltese Falcon, Casablanca, The Big Sheep, or Notorious? Casablanca. It is Casablanca. Yeah, it is Casablanca. What is the first commercially successful video game launched this week in 1972? Was it the Mario Brothers, Space Invaders, Pong, or Pac-Man? Pong. I'm going to say Pong. 72 seems way too early I'm saying Pac-Man. I'm going to go Pong. Pac-Man. It was Pong. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Coach. True or false? I stink. In 1954, a woman in Alabama became the first person to be hit by a meteor and survive. True or false? I false. say true. True. I think because well, I think we learned from our one friend from Ogilvy that like, a piece of that could hit you, maybe not kill you. If I'm it hit saying you in right false. Cools. True. Maybe a black blew an arm off, and that was it. It is true. She wow. survived. There you go, fools. That's Where what I was thinking. As long as it didn't hit her in the head, yeah, she might right have a chance. Yeah. Here, right. her Lost her foot. arm. Uh, one of Champ's heroes. When Hugh Hefner launched Playboy magazine in 1953, which actress was its first centerfold? Was it Betty Grable, Bridget Bardot, Doris Day, or Marilyn Monroe? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, yeah. Monroe. Bridget Bardot. It was Marilyn Monroe. What activist, or what did activist Rosa Parks do in Montgomery, Alabama in 1955? Was it refused to move to the back of the bus, led a march, managed to vote despite opposition, or insisted on being served by a whites-only shop? Jeez, I well, even know that one. As the yeah, song yeah, says. What, was that today in history? Today in history. Oh, really? Actually, no. I think it was this, this week. This week, because oh, okay. it wasn't today. Yeah. I would have had that one on there. Oh, well, that's awesome. All right. What was the name of physicist or, yeah, physicist Erwin Schrodinger's famous thought experiments published in 1935. Oh, yeah, Schrodinger's box. Or, 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 uh, Was it Schrodinger's hat, Schrodinger's rat, Schrodinger's bat, or Schrodinger's cat? Schrodinger's cat is what it is. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. It was Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Did you did you look up that? What, after you have a second, look that up. And, and it's, fa- it's, it's fascinating. It's an incredible, Schrodinger's mind-blowing yes. so thing. The way, that, the way that Schrodinger's cat works is that you put a cat inside of a box. I think I'm correct on yes, that. Yes, yes. He basically says, without having prior knowledge that that cat is inside that box, how do you as a human being know that that cat is inside of that box and still present in reality. Um, In quantum mechanics, Schrodinger's cat is a thought experiment sometimes described as a paradox of quantum superposition. In the thought experiment, a hypothetical cat may be considered simultaneously both alive and dead while it is um, unobserved in a closed box. As, oh, a no, result okay. of its, no, no, as a result of its fate being linked to a random subatomic event that may or may not occur. So, yeah, so basically you have to put together your thought yeah. like 
that that cat is in the box. Wow, Job, yeah. you gave it in a more layman's terms yeah. way, which people should be able to understand. If you take time to look, think into about that, that though. Keep trying to think about it. It really messes with your head. Wait, if so you it's, li- saying it's a parallel dimension. You don't know if it's actually alive or dead just because it's in the box. Yeah, you have no idea. Wait, but so what are you going to believe? Th- there's a picture that's that says like Schrodinger. Right, in simple terms, Schrodinger stated that if you place a cat and something that could kill the cat, a radioactive atom, in a box and sealed it, you would not know if the cat was dead or alive until you opened the box. So that until the box was open, the cat was, in a sense, both alive, alive and, and dead. dead. Yeah, wow. So no matter what, it's basically you have it's a no-win scenario. Yeah. It's either live or dead, and you wouldn't right. know until you opened. So you yeah. could put me in a room, close all the doors, shut the you lights off. You don't know when he died. And step out of the room. You have no idea in that moment whether I'm alive or dead. Yeah, Jub, this says Schrodinger's cat. A cat, a flask of poison, and a radioactive source connected to a Geiger counter are placed in a sealed box. As illustrated, the objects are in a state of superposition. The cat is both dead and alive. There you go. It's fascinating. Fascinating stuff. All right, a couple more questions here. Which English king who became who came to the throne in 1016 supposedly tried to command an incoming tide? Was it Alfred the Great, Edward the Confessor, King Canute, or William the Conqueror? Willie. It was either it was either Edward or William. I'm going William. Willie Conqueror. William. I'd say I'd lean in William the Conqueror, but something tells me it might have been Edward. It was King Canute. Wait, is English it, king? Is it nut or canut? I think it's C A N U T C A N U T E. Canut. I don't know why I'm not that familiar with him. Because he was in uh, Cools. You you familiar with Canut? He is in uh, Vinland Saga. Uh, uh. What was the year again <laughs> on that, that one? Deep. Uh, Ten sixteen. Okay, yeah, a little bit after the uh, the era of. Uh, Utrid and those uh, the the Danes invading. <laughs> yeah. So okay. All right. Well, let's uh, we want to take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll answer the questions of yes. the initial. Yep, That's what no everybody idea. everybody in in the, our listening audience is pulled over their car right now, trying <laughs> to figure this out. And uh, we hope that after the break, somebody can help us out. Three zero four seven one seven seven nine two seven, the Pine Room text line, uh, and we're going to take a quick break and come back with the. Answers to Jub's song, rid- or actually band uh, slash artist riddles. It's the Pine Room on the Watchdog on a Tuesday, sponsored by IC Cab. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Watchdog on a Tuesday afternoon. Remember, this hour of the show is sponsored by IC Cab, our wonderful friends, serving the Ohio Valley and all the surrounding areas with all your transportation needs. Corporate transportation, courier services are also available. Arrange your ride today, 232-304-232-1313 or the IC Cab app. IC Cab, always working. Who was it recently that took an IC Cab to the airport? I think it was somebody that we know. Took a took a cab to the airport and went on a trip for the for wintertime. Could be wrong Ooh. on that, but well, I'm sure it was a wonderful experience. I think it was not not too bad on price and I uh, I mean, judging from your guys' ride to uh, from our house to 
to West Banco or to River City, that that's surely a better price than putting a few coins in the, the yeah, uh, and not having to worry about street. your car being covered in snow when you come back from Florida. <laughs> yeah. There's not many worse things than that, yeah. and Cooley can probably relate. Mm-hmm. You come back from Florida. Your car's covered in ice in the yeah. parking lot at the Pittsburgh airport. <laughs> You're wearing shorts, and if you were smart enough, a hoodie that you had on your carry-on, and you, you got to yep. go scrape your windshield with a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> fun times. Oh, call I see cab today, 304-232-1313. I saw a horrific idea for a product. Some guy put, you know those those rubber bags that you see in cartoons that they put ice in and they put on your head, and they wrap it around. like it was, It's got like a cap on it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the old ice bags. Yeah, yeah somebody put hot water in that and made it like a product like you put hot water in that you right. rub your windshield with it and oh it, it, it was the worst thing ever because in the commercial all it was was like in the morning when you get like a little layer of frost that's not actually frozen on there and they wiped that off like that was like four layers of of, of solid ice and, and when it's it deeply cold that can actually work against you with the hot water on the windshield it freezes oh, it so freezes. quickly and then it becomes thicker i tell you there's not much worse when you it's early in the morning and you got there's like a couple inches of snow in your car and you got to wipe it off and it gets on your feet or in your I shoes. I like a couple feet of snow. But when it gets on your yeah. sleeve, that's the one. Uh, oh, Ooh, sleeves. Yeah. Sleeves yeah. in your socks. Talking oh, about cool. sleeves, what's yeah. the, what's more worse than if you have more worse? More worse. More worse. Worser. Worse. What's what's worse than having a long sleeve shirt on and you wash your hands and you Ooh, get that yeah, wet that, sleeve? Wet sleeves. That is really an awful feeling. Oh, oh I, I don't, if you have this one, uh, when you like if you wash your face and – you splash water shirt and it neck. gets on oh, your gets on the neck of your shirt. Terrible. Yep. What about wet sock job? Nothing worse in the world. Oh, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> bad. I would say wet socks and having to, to be in dirty sheets would be the two worst <laughs> outcomes yeah. that anyone Oof. could ever. Yeah. Like it should be in like the Geneva Convention if you can't have wet socks. <laughs> like yeah, man, I always think of you when, when I change the bed now because I yeah. know how much. Yeah, you me and Jeff Doyle it. talked about. That oh. up at the pine room extensively. That first uh, night when you change the sheets, oh my goodness, it's incredible! It's just, it is, it's, it's, it's just it's, like a, a cleanness that you just can't uh, you can't describe. Pillowcases are oh, just crisp. Everything nice just fluff, feels great. Crisp. You sleep better. Yeah, yeah. You do. And then wet socks. Just is there anything <laughs> worse than wet socks? Yeah, that's 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 kind of like that, that'll like ruin your next like that'll ruin hour your whole your day. day. Yeah. If you had to go to work and you had wet socks all day, yeah, that's, can't be that's productive a, in that. Oh, that's I, w- a tough one. I, I would go. I'd like send somebody or I'd, I'd, go, I'd, I'd have leave to call and go off. get socks. Yeah, call off and go home. Yeah, Try again tomorrow. All right, before we give our answers to our quiz, Dan. Hello, he's Dan. On the line. Dan, Dan, the monkey man. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, Talks we can. Loud and clear. Okay, back in 2011, 12, or 13, we had a real cold spell, okay? Yes. I'm working up at Warwood. I lived on North 17th Street, okay? And I showed a guy on TV. He took a mug of coffee, and he threw it in the air, and it froze, okay? Okay. Yep. Well, well, me being a rocket scientist, I am. I go outside. I threw a cup of water. Guess what happens? It came down. The door shuts behind. The door shut behind me. I had to walk all the way to North Seventeenth Street because my keys oh my <laughs> were inside the building. The car keys. So I had to wait. Had to wait to, uh, because we had to be there at different times because the pipes could freeze. And I had to wait for the next guy to come to work, and I had to walk back to work uh, without my keys. Oh my lord! Cold oh, walk, man. And, Dude, it was a cold walk. But I want to tell you about the kindest sports fans I ever met, okay? All right, New please. York Yankees, uh, just real quick, and I'll let you go. I know you got a lot of important things. New York Yankees game, 
okay? My daughter and I go there, and we meet this older gentleman and this young girl. And my daughter says, this is my dad. And the girl says, this is my dad. So we're sitting there, and, you know, the beer like 15 bucks a piece. And right about Sweet Caroline, this guy's making out with this girl. <laughs> that must have been code for oh, this my. is my sugar day. Oh, hey, might I tell you, I didn't buy another beer the whole time I was there because this guy was just so off, you know, he was so embarrassed that he's, you know, told me that's his daughter. Yeah. So Yankees are the kind of sports fans. Now, I told you yesterday about the Jets fans, how nasty they were, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, they were pretty nasty. But when you walk into a game and everybody and you know, all the state police outside have machine guns, that should tell you something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll say. It's a red you know? flag. Yeah. Yes. They're, uh, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty rough up there. Hey, Dan, I got a question for you. Yes. When's the last time the river froze over? River hasn't. You know what? The river has been. It's been years since the river froze because it's kind of low now. You know what I mean? Those guys used to say they used to walk across it, but it's been a while. I mean, it freezes up like a little bit, like mud puddles, but it's never really frozen up. Wait, has it been completely frozen yes, where you yeah. can walk across? Well, it? I don't know about walk across, oh, but it has been frozen. Yeah, over. I remember back in I remember back in '78 when they scamped, they canceled school. I don't know for two weeks. It was like, and then back in '93 when my daughter was born, the river, I lived on the island. The river was froze yeah, then. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I don't, you could actually walk. Yeah, you could walk across that river. Yeah. Ooh, that's a little risky, but I I do remember one time in my life that the river froze over, but I. That's an that's a really weird weird thing to see, a river yeah. totally frozen over. But I I guess Slobovia, you could probably walk over to Warwood. Well, actually, what we do is when the river freezes, we have these things like bumper boats. They're in a circle and they're like little hover around things, and we have bumper car races out there. Oh wow, that sounds yeah, fun! Yeah. Can we bet on that? It's come to Slobovia. Okay. We're willing to have you leave your wallet on the on the island because you'll lose it in the river. Perfect. Oh, that was wow. beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start touching. crying. Oh, wow. Touching. What's old and what's new? We have a lot of new things there too. We change uh, decor every six months. You know, it's in the uh, it's in the Christmas season right now. We're going to be uh, well. Actually, before we put up the Christmas decorations, we're going straight to Hanukkah. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Dan! Do, in, for Christmas, do on Slovia, do the kids wish to Santa Claus, or is there is it like the corn monster? Well, the corn. Well, there's actually three. There's a corn monster. There's Santa Claus, and then we have a guy by the name of Hanukkah Harry. Huh. Wow. He's an old Jewish guy, and he wears a blue costume instead of, and he has a Rolex and gold chains and everything. He's really, oh, really cool. Hey, uh, Dan, what's your favorite Christmas song? Uh, Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. And then my other favorite song is Oh, Holy Night. Oh, boy. Boy, he can sing. Beautiful voice, Dan. Were you in a choir when you were in school? No, I was usually in detention or ISS. (laughs) Greg Geekus, he used to have a band. And he used to play the, uh, he, he, he'd sit there and whittle, and he would whistle along, and he would say, Vatanz, you get up and sing and dance for me. So I would sing and dance for him, and he would be often happy. He would be eating peaches. He used to eat whole peaches at one time. Greatest man ever knew. He was great. Wonderful. When I see him again, I'm going to tell him you said hello. He, uh, he had this trick, and he would stand in his doorway, 
and he would wait for me to walk by or a couple of us to walk by, and he had the lights out, and he would just reach them big arms and, and grab you and pull you in there and just give you a little bit of love. And that's what I call it, love. And it was usually a forearm to the head or to a the choke, back or whatever. choke hold. A choke hold, yeah. So this is what I did one time. I had a bright idea that he was in there sitting. I was going to turn out the lights, and I was going to bum rush him, about six of us. Uh, he threw me over the desk, and next thing I know, there's a desk laying on top of me. <laughs> and you know what? That was the best love I had that whole year. Yes, you'll no never doubt. forget it. Well, we, as always, Dan, we appreciate you calling in. You just I incredible to show up. I appreciate all you guys do. Thank you so and much. And thank you for the monkeys. Oh, I got plenty more. 68 was the year of the monkey. So I got all kinds of monkeys sitting around. Wow. But I don't, I'm going to bring you this. I'm going to bring you down the scary monkey. Scary monkey. He's 110 years old. He's a stuffed animal and they called him a monkey bear. And he got a leash on his neck because he tries to run off. So I'll bring him down here. He's a pretty cool one. I think he'll be a good watcher for you. All right. Hey, well, hey we're the we monkeys. Appreciate you, Dan. Wow. Hey, later guys. All right. What insight that was. Wow. Dan just, I didn't think anybody could out sing Kissable on the show. No. <laughs> Dan gave him a run. Wow. Dan has a, a very nice voice. All right, Job. All what right. Have we got? I think it's time. Oh, time to reveal these. Well, Jarrett thinks he got one. I definitely have one. Well, I was gonna. I was two, waiting I, here because I thought I, we got a text from Carl with a K, and he wanted a, a little fact about history. Well, but for now, we'll go into our. Carl's pretty sharp on the music, though. I yeah. Think. I thought he'd be all. So over here we these. go. If seasons were suit jackets, snowbirds would do this before a wedding or funeral. And the initials were DS. Anybody? Uh, no idea, Job. I, I, I don't Maybe. get the seasons were suit jackets. If the I, seasons were suit jackets. Fall, winter, summer. Spring. I mean, I thought it was summer. Was I, Dawn of summer was what I was going to. Is that what it is? But I have no idea how. <laughs> it is Dawn, Dawn of Summer. Of summer? Wow. <laughs> oh, that was total luck because it was Because DS. think about it. If if you are, if season suit jacket, summer? you're going to I Dawn of it. Summer. I got it. But after I said it, I was like Dawn of, yeah, I, I uh, got it. There you go. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you were going to Dawn of Summer. Yep. No, you're no, right. Dawn That's a summer. good one. Yeah, she's got, she's got some good tunes. Coolius was right in your era. Rodney would have danced to this. Yeah, yeah. he would have danced to anything out to the nailer game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he yeah. All right, so Donna Summer, good work, Matt. Uh, all right, uh, all right. Come so on. there's Glad your. Glad to get on the board. One. All right, next one. Every May, these pack the streets in Cincinnati to salute their fallen comrade from Brownsville, Texas. And the initial was G. And this was a band. This is a band. The only band I could come up with with the G was Genesis, but I couldn't figure out how that would fit. So I'll I, give you a hint. It's a it's an early two thousands band that still puts out music, and they're very 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 famous. Jerry, you gotta get this. G. One word. Go. I'm sure I'm. I'm and I'll give you a hint. It. it was at and the fallen comrade fell at a zoo. Gorillas. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yes. That's a good yeah. Who is it? Torn gorillas. Gorillas? It's gorillas because Harambe. Oh, Harambe. Is... I didn't even think. I, I was not thinking of that Wait, at all. Wait, what about Brownsville, Texas? What's Harambe that? is from Brownsville, Texas. Oh. Right, there you go. He is? Yeah. Gorillas. Since when was Harambe from Texas? 
I just found it on Wikipedia, I think. I like that Clint Eastwood. All right, and then Jared thinks he has this last one. So let me cue it up and let me get ready for it. Is a country guy? Yes. Trains, early 1900s homes, and river barges are prone to this act of crime around the clock, and the initial is CS. Jared, let's see if the guys can get it. And then I, I don't really. I'm trying to think of country singers other than Chris Stapleton with the CS. That's what I was but, say, but I, that, that oh wow, that's work. yeah, that's not. But that's that wouldn't work. But, yeah. that, I, but that I was like, that, that can't make it any sense to me. Uh, Charlie, Clint. All right, think think Chuck, of how, what, how now, modern. Hold on, hold on, hold is this guy is this guy still operating today? Carl. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, think of what do trains and I mentioned during the break that steam trains what Chug. steam trains early 1900s home and river barges what do they all have in common what do they carry or what do they use or coal yep coal, coal. swindell yeah jeez oh, oh. boy that was a there you go good one cause I kept thinking what mineral is he talking yeah Swindle the coal. I was swindle not the even, coal. I wasn't close. I might have been farther away than Cooley was, and she, he wasn't <laughs> even in the. But Cooley, you understand the game? Yeah, I get it now. I, I expect a better it. showing next time. Oh, yeah. that was terrible. That was good. That was good. We was we hard. we normally uh, yeah. That was really a hard one this week. Coal swindling. Coal swindling. Gorillas and Donna Summers. Mm. Good summer. job, job. Quite, right. You're quite the educator. I like it. Good job, <laughs> educating the people. I don't know there. how 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 uh, useful that education. I think it's is, very useful. Between your your game right there and Dan calling in, I mean, people are enlightened <laughs> all over the Ohio Valley right now. So. Yeah, it's very important on a cold day. Too. Hey, next Friday, I think we're going to break out an old game. We haven't played it in a while. Uh-oh. Two lines in the Florida guy. Oh, oh yeah. wow! I've been putting it together this week. I'm excited for Friday. Is that, would that be Friday the 8th? We had to have Mike Florio play that with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he would enjoy that, actually. I think he would. I think he would. Maybe we would. would I, we should play a game with him. I'll, I'll see what I can do with him. Maybe we'll do some, something see football. See how long he can stay be, with us. Is it, would that be Friday the 8th or breaking out, breaking out two lives in a Florida guy? Yeah, why not? Well, guess who you're, that, that is a massive birthday that day. Uh-oh. Massive. You guys want me to tell you no, now? No, 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 no. December the 8th? Save it. Oh, my goodness. Maybe maybe the biggest – this guy's probably the most popular guy in the High Valley. Champ? Dan? Champ. <laughs> no, Champ's not until February. I, I would have guessed him, but I knew his birthday. <laughs> well, we'll we'll save it, but just – Most popular you guy better, in you better get You better get a birthday cake, guys. I'll tell you that. Chocolate or vanilla? Uh, I, I don't think he would care. Okay, what's a no, and okay. there's a chance that if I know who you're talking about right now, there's a chance he got a light cake. Well, uh, he, he, he may love cake. This guy the, may definitely not the mayor. <laughs> the may, may, may. Sorry, sorry, Glenn. <laughs> I don't know. I like mayor. He's no, great. I didn't say I didn't like him, uh, but I'd say, I'd say he's, he's not, not the most yes. popular. I mean, well, I wouldn't want well, to be popular. We know as a this. We know this individual. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll find out on the eighth. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, this is big. This is big. I'm excited. Big moon dog. We're gonna gift card. I just don't know who to sign it to. Well. Just okay. hold on. Well, maybe I'll, I'll give you a clue every every show. One clue. <laughs> All right, count it down. It'll be like the uh, 12 days of Christmas. Can't wait. He's got hey. an elbow on his right arm. Oh, oh wait. Is that short, short, tall, skinny, fat guy? And a hook real, on his left tall, hand. short guy. All right, here, uh, real quick. I want to add feet. a quick little new segment to our, uh, to our docket. It's the word of the day. Oh. 
the word of the day. The word of the day is kinetic. Kinetic. Can anyone use the word kinetic in a sentence? Well, I know it can pertain to energy. Uh, yeah. um, and this is this is Merriam Webster. So there are all other words of the day, but this word is kinetic. My pen has kinetic energy when I'm when I'm pressing yeah. the button. Kinetic. Yes. <laughs> kinetic. kinetic has kinetic. several meanings that all have to do with movement. Yeah. In physics, kinetic means of or relating to the motion of material bodies and the forces associated with them. Kinetic energy, for example, is energy associated with motion. More generally, kinetic can be used synonymously with active and lively, as well as dynamic and energizing. And kinetic art is art that is mechanical parts which can be set in motion, such as a sculpture or an assemblage. Thank what are those Legos called, Job? Uh, Lego uh, kinetics. Kinetics, is that what it was? That was. Those are so yeah, cool. The, the ones word, that moved and stuff? Yeah. That was the word of the day. Just don't ask us to. Well, I could probably. That instrument had kinetic energy as you were playing it. It was like a harp. I like your. Yeah, it was a good harp. It was an electric harp. Yeah, I like some guy going whoop 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 whoop. Curly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's yeah. Right. Yes. Fire at will. (laughs) Yes. So. Cranking it down here, boys. Not five minutes left. What's, yeah, we got five minutes left. We're gonna do two minute limit. This this uh, is. Oh, uh, hey Matt. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah, we we went. Oh, okay. Never mind. We went. What? We already did it. Uh, cools. If you don't know what two it. two minute limit is, if you uh, look at our rap sheet here that Matt mm-hmm. put, makes every week, uh, we're gonna go for two minutes on each one of these uh, these news stories, and after every two minutes, you'll hear. Ding dong. Move along. All right. All right. Here we go. We're not wasting any time. (laughs) This could be two lies in a Florida guy. (laughs) Florida high school principal reassigned. Top officials at a Florida high school, including the principal, have been reassigned as the county investigates whether they allowed a transgender athlete to play on the girls' volleyball team, which is a violation of Florida law. Monarch High School, and this is in South Florida, Broward, Broward County. Monarch High School principal James Cecil, assistant principal Kenneth May, athletic director Dion Hester, and volleyball coach Jessica Norton were all moved to non-school sites. Now, this that's an interesting term right there. On Monday, according to News 7 in Miami, the probe was launched to determine whether a biological male who's in the process of transitioning into a female was allowed to play for the varsity volleyball team. Broward County spokesman John <coughs> Sullivan released a statement which said that the staff members have been reassigned pending the outcome of the investigation. What is a, what is a non-school site? That's what I said. It's like a black site. Like, they're getting, like, waterboarded <laughs> yeah. in there. So, so the I don't know. But play the school. Bay. Yeah, right. I, to so me, reassign. don't reassign people. Like, I get it. They should just be suspended pending investigation. If they're guilty, they get fired. If they're not, they don't get reassigned. So, I mean, you get fired from your job. You don't get reassigned. Well, unless you're, I don't even want to say, but the church, <laughs> they did a lot of that reassigning. No. That didn't work out very that, good. This, that, that's so crazy to me. Yeah, so I don't know. What do you that. got? I mean, we talked about it on the show before. I mean, you're taking chance, you're taking opportunities away from young ladies. Yeah. I, I just think it's wrong. That is wrong. It's I very, think, it's very I think wrong. there should be. A, well, the, the problem is there's not enough of the demographic to make a whole new sport of well, like a whole new subcategory. Like no. there should be men's, women's, and then trans athletes. Yeah, yeah I don't sports. disagree with but, that. But I don't think there's enough to no, fill that. Not quite yet, of course. But hey, Joe, I, I got one here. It's not even on a board, but I think it's really important. Matt, Matt and I were talking about it. What is the mystery dog illness? Dogs with this mystery illness usually have coughing, sneezing, eye or nose discharge, and are abnormally tired. 
and do not test positive for any common causes of canine respiratory illnesses. So there's this, uh, we talked about it yesterday. I think It's a bacteria, it right? Yeah. It's uh, not a canine COVID. Yes, no. and it, but it can be deadly, as Jub said yesterday. So folks out there listening, keep an eye on your dog if you have a dog uh, for coughing. I guess that would be probably the biggest uh the, like, your guys dogs ever you guys all got dogs they've ever had coughs like i mean i've heard no. dogs on shows no. no no knock on wood i wonder if toby's never... got a cough chris's dog hopefully not. <laughs> our yeah. ours our red flag for ours would be abnormally tired because yeah. she's always <laughs> she's always on the move so um folks out there i don't know what the illness is even called yet i don't think it's they don't even have a name, name for it yet so keep an eye on your dog especially in this cold weather for um uh, coughing, sneezing, eye or nose discharge, and are abnormally tired. Yeah, Matt, this one is just incredible. Yeah. I can't believe that this is actually on this, like, a news story. Uh, 440-pound Italian man who viciously knifed his <laughs> girlfriend to death during an argument over breadcrumbs in his bed Jeez. has been freed from prison after courts ruled that the high-calorie prison diet he was being served could kill him. It's incredible. Dimitri Fricano, 35, of Biella, uh, brutally slaughtered his 25-year-old girlfriend, Erica Pretty, stabbing her over 57 times after she scolded him for leaving too many crumbs in their hotel bed. At the time of the murder, Fricano tipped the scales at 260 and was <laughs> sentenced to 30 years in prison to 2020, but didn't begin serving his life sentence due to COVID-19 until April of 2022. Over the past year, the inmate has ballooned to 440 pounds and released on medical grounds after doctors said he was at risk of cardiovascular disease. Good, let him die. Yeah, exactly. That was what my thoughts were. He, now he savagely Wait. stabbed this woman. Wait a and second. They're worried about his health. So he went to prison at 260 and is at 440. He gained. Yeah. He gained almost 200 pounds. Say the Italians too much linguine oh, in the prison. Not much food in prison. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a good incredible. Question. <laughs> the only I gotta look this ever up. Gained weight. In too prison. much linguine in the prisons. Wow. <laughs> Well, I'm looking up Italian prison food. <laughs> Jared wants to start serving a This sentence. is incredible. Oh, Jared, you like Italian. Job would I not do. Like I it. love if Italian eat, food. Job had to eat spaghetti and meatballs every day my in first, prison. He'd hate it. At first, I thought he was 440 pounds off of rip. And my first thought was, how couldn't she outrun him? When, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, and he probably bludgeoned her. He probably fell on her. Yikes. Uh, I can't find Italian yeah. prison food. All right. We got time for one more. Probably, uh, if you guys yeah, we got a wrap. We got a roll. We okay. got 30 we're seconds. Yeah. Well, if, oh, yeah, if, if you were we wondering, won. there's a rat plague that hit an Australian yeah. coast. The rats down. in coastal Australia Remind disgusting. everybody about Friday, Matt. Stay out of there. Yep. Friday, nailing it down with Isaac Basinger. We'll have that 2.35 p.m. right here on the Watchdog. And we got Mike Florio in studio, 1.35 on Friday afternoon. It's our Friday Watch sports that. show. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors, all of our friends and listeners, and a special thanks to IC Cab for sponsoring the final hour of the show. It's the Pine Room on the Watchdog on a Tuesday. We'll see you back here in the warm studio on Friday. Be safe. Toward your destination.